Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Wednesday, I guess. Uh, This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And I appreciate you, whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener. So I guess we have to talk about last night's game. Well, we don't have to, but we probably should. Uh, I use the term game very loosely. Still not as embarrassing as the Carolina game, but still pretty, pretty bad. So, uh, Blue Jackets lose 7-2 to two against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I had, you know, mentally prepared myself for a loss. I had semi-joked about the Tampa Bay Lightning scoring 10 even before all the pre-game lineup news came through, uh, so obviously we knew that we were missing uh, Wierenski and Texier, who, for our sins, have been two of our best players this season, um, and then it came through that, uh, so Dean Kukan slotted in, uh, I liked Kukan's game a lot, actually, I thought he was he was good, but uh, Jake Bean was also out with a uh, non-COVID illness, I assume he caught the, the flu bug that Texier also got. Um, so we put Scott Harrington in, who we sent down to Cleveland to get him some playing time. I think he played like two games and then the monsters just stopped. Uh, so he has just kind of been sitting there waiting. Uh, so our, our decor was, uh, Vladislav Gavrikov and children. Uh, essentially it was, um... Not great. I haven't looked at the ice time yet, but I assume that Gavrikov played a million minutes. Uh, Gavrikov played 21 minutes. Kukan played 20. Uh, I don't think there was a defenseman that played under 15, which I guess is is kind of... That works. Um... I'm surprised, frankly, by how much ice time some of the defensemen got. Um, it was just not a good game. Uh, we'll we'll get into it in a minute. I'm not going to run through the entire score because we'd be here all night. But it was 3 nothing by the end of the first period. Two power play goals. Uh, one from Andre Palat. One from Corey Perry. Uh, both kind of questionable uh, in terms of interference, I thought. Um, or, no, the Corey Perry one was kind of questionable in terms of interference, and so was the Patrick Maroon power play goal that was later. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Andre Platt got another even-strength goal, and it's 3 nothing Tampa Bay, which, sure, that, that sounds about right. Honestly, that was about what I was expecting. Um, Dean Kukan finally opens the scoring for the Blue Jackets uh, about 30 seconds into the second period, his first of the season. And only his third game. I didn't realize he played that few games. I knew he'd been out for a long time with his broken wrist, but I didn't realize he'd only played two games before getting injured. Uh, so it was good to see him get on the score sheet. And then immediately, uh, Braden Point 
Blue Jackets killer uh, gets a goal, gets his third point of the night, I believe. And then it just kind of goes downhill after that. Uh, Gus Nyquist gets a goal, his seventh of the season. Goal is good to see. Uh, 2.8 for, for Nyquist. Uh, goals in back-to-back games. And then uh, it was all all Tampa Bay after that. Uh, Patrick Maroon, power play goal. The third power play goal are for the... Tampa Bay Lightning in the game. I believe they went three of four on the power play, which not great. Uh, and then uh, Belmar and Killorn both scored in the third period, and that was that was game seven to two. Uh, the Blue Jackets just didn't have anything. Uh, they got outshot thirty six to twenty two. Uh, I don't. I don't put this entire game on uh, Corpusalo because this is a rough game to jump into after you've been out. Like we talked about how he hasn't started a game since November 26th yesterday. Uh, he played in relief like mid-December and then again at the start of December. Uh, this is his first real full game in over a month. He's still not 100% recovered from the, the flu, and the COVID that he got, but... Man, seven goals on 36 shots is rough. Admittedly, three of those were power play uh, goals, but but still, like, you you want to save, man. Uh, face-offs were pretty good, actually. Uh, we just got the edge in face-offs. Uh, Jack Roslovic, I, I feel like, had an especially good night on face-offs, which is good because I feel like that was the thing he struggled with. Uh last season was face-offs. Yeah, he was at 55.6% on face-offs. Boone Jenner was at 562 Um And that's kind of... That's what we need them to be at. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this game in just a minute, but first I want to tell you about Built Bar, because it's the New Year, so that means New Year's resolutions, and if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan, because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar. It's covered in 100% real chocolate, low in calories, high, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein, and here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I super appreciate it. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So the the special teams were the killer for me. Uh, the even strength play was not great, but it was the power play for Tampa Bay, and also the power play for us that really kind of put the nail in the coffin. They scored three out of four times on the power play. Uh, that fourth power that fourth penalty kill was actually pretty good for us, uh, but missing 
our key penalty killers. Uh, that was that was a struggle. Uh, obviously, Texier is turning into one of our better penalty killers. Zach Wright, logs a ton of time on the penalty kill. Jake Bean logs some penalty kill time. Uh, you know, Vladislav Gabrikov is good, but he can't be out there for the entire time. Um, but here's the here's the flip side. We also we had three power play opportunities in the game. We failed to register a shot on the power play. We had six minutes of power play time and did not get a single shot on goal in that time. Like, that's... If you don't score on a power play, but you're getting good looks, then fine, whatever. If you're not even getting a shot on goal, like, what are we even doing here? Uh, the power play has dropped... I'm sure it was, like... I'm sure it was, like, 11th... 10th or 11th the last time I checked. And then when we looked yesterday, I was like, oh, somehow it's 20th in the league. The power play has been brutal. And part of that is probably due to missing line A a little bit, but also, like... What are we? What are we supposed to do here? If the power play can't rest on one guy, and Line A still is clearly kind of working his way back from injury, is still clearly, you know, trying to find his shot again. Um, and, you know, I, and I don't begrudge him that, but you need to find other options. Um, again, missing Zach Kerensky probably doesn't help. He generates a lot of offense on the power play, especially, but still, like you want, just get a shot on goal. I mean, that seems to be, that's that's the theme of the Blue Jackets season so far, is they can't get shots on goal. They're 22 shots on goal in total. Uh, two goals, so they were shooting at about 10%, which is fine. But, like, if your opponent is getting seven goals, if your opponent is out-shooting you by 50%, like, that's that's a systemic, that's a systematic problem, and I don't really know what the, what the solution is. Um... You know, we've talked about, I talked about um, Kopsalo, how, you know, I didn't fault him. I thought, you know, he did, he did what he could. Um, but I saw a tweet from Mike McKenna this morning that talked about how Kopsalo just kind of looked defeated. And yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Like, and it is tough because he was injured. He came back, got thrown into, and what a game to get thrown into as well. Like, hey, you haven't played in a month, go play one of the most high-powered offences in the league. Have fun. You know, and our team is very young and prone to mistakes when they are healthy, so I don't really know what we're supposed to do when we've got half a half a team of literal children and some of our best players are on the sidelines because of COVID. And I'm not saying that they should be able to play even if they have COVID, because they shouldn't. And I've seen a lot of people talking about, well, why are, why are we sidelining sidelining asymptomatic players? I've seen a lot of players especially saying that. And I don't know, maybe we shouldn't take our medical advice from hockey players who barely graduated high school. But that's, that's just me. Um... I don't really have anything positive to say about this game, frankly. Um, Nyquist is, like I, I talked about Nyquist uh, yesterday, he had a pretty good game. I think he's been having a pretty good string of games, frankly. Uh, but beyond that, no one is really standing out as, oh yeah, they had a good game. Like, basically everyone was in the negatives in terms of you know, possession, um, I liked Kukan's game, I thought he had a pretty, a pretty good game, 
especially considering, you know, been out for close to two months. Um, it'll be good to see him get some more ice time. Uh, but beyond that, just <laughs> everything was kind of bad. Um, I don't really have any, like, snappy analysis or pithy remarks to make about it. It was just a bad game. It wasn't, like, give up seven unanswered goals bad, but it was still pretty bad. Uh, in a minute, we have a little bit more, kind of, lineup news, injury news to talk about, but first I want to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as... Football season continues their march to the playoffs. The NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. But online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online, where the game starts. So I don't believe we have any news out of Columbus about it at the minute, but uh, Cole Sillinger did not play the last seven and a half-ish minutes of the third period. He got tangled up in a collision with Eric Chernak, hit the ground hard, and then did not play uh, for the remainder of the period. So that's, again, not great. Uh, it looks like uh, Brad Larson said that Cole Sillinger took today as a maintenance day, hoping he's been able to play tomorrow. Uh Bean should be back tomorrow, which is good. Uh, not expecting Texier or Mazlikins to be 100%. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Taxi Squad has been uh, added to Jake Christensen and Liam Foody have been called up from the Monsters, which is good. Hopefully we can get one or two of that, one of them into a game at some point. Uh, Cam Johnson has been sent from the Taxi Squad down to the Monsters which also uh, bodes well for goaltending. Um, but looking at the looking at the lines at practice, uh, the defense is the defense is going to be brutal until Wierenski gets back. I think um, at the minute we've got Gavrikov and Bean, which I don't mind. Kukan and Boquist, which I like a lot. Uh, Christiansen and Peak, which I also like. Uh, but that's that is three second and third pairings. Honestly, like, we don't have a top-line defense pairing at the minute because of reasons. Uh, Harrington and Carlson look like they're the odd men out, which, again, I'm fine with. Um, up top, it looks, again, fine, aggressively fine. Um, missing Texier hurts, but uh, interesting to see Foodie slot into uh, second-line center. As, you know, someone who has played mostly wing for his entire Columbus career. It's interesting to see him slot into that second line centre. But I guess, you know, 
we're kind of running short on on centers um it, and it could be just that he was a stopgap for um Sillinger, who may or may not be able to play tomorrow uh that'll be something that we talk about in tomorrow's episode probably we'll take a look at who's healthy who's not uh and if if there's any kind of consolation it looks like uh the Devils are a little bit more beat up than we are, which is saying something. Um, I don't know. The, the lineup at the minute is rough. Uh, I don't really know what we can do about that, though. So we just kind of have to, like I said yesterday, keep on keeping on. Um, hopefully the goalies are kind of getting better. Obviously, I've just mentioned uh, they don't expect Muslikins tomorrow, so it'll be Corpusalo again. Um, hopefully, playing uh, a team like the Devils is much nicer for him than a team like Tampa Bay. Uh, hopefully, he can kind of get a little bit of confidence back. Uh, the Devils had their win streak snapped against uh, Boston. Boston beat them last night, so there's that. And it could be, honestly, we. I feel like. We haven't had a really good murder game from the Blue Jackets yet this season. Uh, it's not since the the season opener when we put eight on Arizona, which, I mean, I could probably put eight on Arizona by myself. But what we need, I think, is just a really good, convincing win, like the wins that have happened against us the last two. Uh, honestly, at this point, I'm like, I just don't want to concede seven again because... I just, I can't do that again. <laughs> it's bad, bad to watch. Like, and I've talked about, this has been kind of my theme of this season has been, well, they may have lost, but at least it was fun hockey. Like the last two games have not been fun hockey beyond the like first period of the Carolina game. Like the, it's not been fun hockey and that's, that sucks. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about Jake Voracek because he's playing in his hundredth game. That's a lie. He's playing in his one thousandth game uh, tomorrow against New Jersey, which I didn't realize he was that close, but apparently he is. Uh, there'll be a celebration on Saturday uh, at the home game about it, which is cool. So we'll talk a little bit about Jake Voracek, his return to Columbus. Uh, we'll preview the game against the New Jersey Devils, and hopefully we'll have some better news than the last couple of episodes have been. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at j underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can write this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket and wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. I super, super appreciate it. 2021 was a really good year for the podcast, and I'm excited to do even better in 2022. And that is thanks to all of you guys. So until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.